0: Welcome to the Modern Yogi Podcast, an exploration of ancient wisdom.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to episode number 71. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We are on chapter nine, text number 24. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You know, if you are a fan of us on Instagram and you have a question about anything that we're talking about on this podcast, please send us a DM. We would be happy to respond and
0: talk about your question and answer your question. You You know, actually, Shamali is the one that loves to respond the most. Yeah.
2: And, and it's and you, wonderful. Yeah. She's,
0: she gives the best messages. Actually, maybe oh. I shouldn't say this because now people are going to flood Shamali. But she uh, gives like even uh, like voice messages oh. with so much love. Yeah, Thank so you. If you just want somebody to talk to Shamli will leave you a voice <laughs> message in DM, okay? Yeah. Thank Her you and guys. Ella are usually the people behind. Uh, oh. Sometimes people actually ask me, they're like, oh, who responds? Because sometimes like Shamali will say it's Shamali, but then sometimes you guys respond and you don't say who it is. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> it's usually Ella it's usually, sometimes shama Singhita. It's sometimes, sometimes you know mm-hmm. yeah you know but it's mostly shambly <laughs> it's <Yeah>. mostly well <laughs> shambly. you'll notice me if i send
2: a voice note sometimes i just thank them for sharing stuff and then that's anonymous and, yeah and we can you know.
0: just kind of
1: so yeah anyways we all juggle. but just know that we're all here we're all listening yeah. to your messages yeah and yeah uh, and we love you thank you so much for supporting our yeah, podcast thank
0: you yeah we would bottom of our hearts
2: exactly we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys so. yeah my name is shama Singhita. My name is Preetharshini and I am Shamali and we are the Modern Yogi podcast. <laughs> all right. What happened last episode, ladies? <clears throat> so we basically continued on text uh, or on chapter nine, the most confidential knowledge. And we dove straight into Shama Sangita's favorite verse, which we all loved. And we <laughs> explained about how Krishna helps carry whatever we lack and preserve whatever we have. And yes. a lot of really good points were raised there that if you didn't hear it, absolutely check out the previous mm-hmm. episode because mm-hmm. it was very important. We broke it down and I think it's a lot of... Yeah. Valuable information. We cried and everything. We did. Oh, check it, out.
1: it was very emotional. I love that I love that. We were totally in sync. We were totally in sync. So many ways. All right. Um, so and we, then we talked a little bit about uh, <clears throat> gods and demigods.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can go check it <laughs> yeah, out, if out. If just you want to. Gods and other gods. <laughs> we, we don't really want to like, you know. Offend anybody. No, we really don't. <laughs> so, um, but, but yeah, we kind of addressed it a little bit in just like the difference of like what, how. Krishna says it how Prabhupada
2: says it Bria snorted
0: if you want to hear that I'm sorry I had to say
2: it it's like like bait you know they're going to want to go
0: hear it I don't think anyone wants to hear that they do I I don't want to hear it
2: (laughs) it was very cute it was
0: very cute I I was trying to hide my laughter I was trying not to laugh on the microphone and then the snort just came out and I couldn't help it so I am so sorry in (laughs) advance that's okay also do you guys remember have any of
1: you seen like the Mission Impossible impossible? the Mission (laughs) Impossible (laughs) movies yes Yes. the big theme in a lot of those movies is a lot of times people take off a mask and like <laughs> underneath it's like Tom Cruise or somebody, right, right? right? And so I think with with text number 23, it's like you think about all these different demigods, all the different gods, all gods. the different gods, all the different gods that we worship <laughs> like Lakshmi, Doryga, Ganesh, Indra, all the all the fun gods, you know, most respect <laughs> most respect <laughs> on the their names. <laughs> all the fun gods. And it's like when <laughs> you take off their mask, it's Krishna underneath, like in the mission impossible movies. Oh, right. Right?
2: Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that is very true. That okay. is very true. I think so. What some people have sometimes said is like when talking about, let's say Lakshmi. Not all of them are, are demigods. Some are more like expansions of the goddess of fortune or things like that. So yeah. that's something we. It gets very complex, and we try to be mindful of and it. And
0: we're also just, you know, your book club. buddies. we are. We're no experts we, on this topic. Oh God, we're, we're trying our best. Here. Yeah. We really, really are. So please forgive us for any
2: offenses we might be committing. Yeah, this is a good time. I am. I am so sorry for anything <laughs> I've ever said that has been offensive, <laughs> not accurate. Um, um, whatever rubbed you the wrong way. I'm sorry. Shelly <laughs> turned directly turned the camera. Know, was really it, was like, it was like a scene from The Office where she's
1: like, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> for hurting your feelings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so that was the last episode. Yeah. Beautiful. That now... was an interesting recap. a <laughs> <It was laughs> very quirky recap. We were basically apologizing. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a, um, so that was the last episode. And so now we're going to continue <clears throat> talking about how Krishna feels about worship and and sacrifices and um no, spoiler alert Priya. okay, okay. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> all right shall we yes uh, invocation, invocation, invocation players, piece, ladies. ladies all right <laughs> <laughs> oh my gyanate mirandasya gyananjana shalakaya
2: shakshurun militam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha Translation, I was born in
1: the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master opened my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto them. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Chapter nine, text number 24.
0: 24. Oh, I was in the wrong text. Give me one second. (laughs) All right. I am the only enjoyer and master of all sacrifices. Therefore, those who do not recognize my true transcendental nature fall down.
2: Ooh, so if they don't see the real original person behind all the masks you will just be wandering confused in the maze of life
0: mm, i like mm. this
2: mission impossible callback
1: i like that can um, you repeat that one more time yeah Priya? this is okay. christian talking right
0: yeah i was about to sing london bridge <laughs> is falling down but it's okay <laughs> <clears throat> i am the only enjoyer and master of all sacrifices therefore those who do not recognize my true transcendental nature fall down down. London Bridge is falling down, falling, falling down, down, falling
2: down. London Bridge is falling down, my, my fair, fair lady. Oh, what? I didn't was
1: my spare pony.
2: Is it my
1: fair
2: lady? Yeah. Do you really thought it was my spare pony? That's the Canadian version. <gasps> Are- Are you making that up? I totally made
0: that (laughs) 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 up. I would have believed it. My spare (laughs) pony. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to sing, Oh, dear fallen soul, or something, but then Uh, you guys uh, did a good job. That was great. That That was great. great. That's
2: better. My dear fallen soul, yes. something, I don't know.
0: Okay, we want to take one sentence at a time? Yes, I am the only enjoyer. So basically Krishna is saying, so you know, actually I heard this analogy once before. If you suffer from... Let's say knee pain, back pain, whatever. Uh, one day, every day you suffer. You can kind of get used to that amount of pain, right? And then mm. one day it just lessens a little bit, right? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I am pain-free. But actually you're not pain-free. You just have a little less pain than you did mm-hmm. before. And so I think like the material world in some senses, like this idea of happiness is kind of like that. Only it's not, a relief
2: from suffering. It <laughs> is only
0: a small relief from suffering. And it's not proper, full enjoyment right. in the right. way that Krishna describes that the spiritual world has to offer. Mm. And so I think he's kind of trying to describe that like, yeah, there is some enjoyment in the material world. But like, honestly, the real stuff, like only I experience. Right, mm-hmm.
2: right yeah no it's true so yeah no oh, i get that okay and that coupled with the next part and master of all sacrifices that's kind of foreshadowed or hinting at what we said in the previous text in the last episode that when we do sacrifices we're really worshiping krishna whether we mm. know it or not because mm. he's the origin of everything
1: oh nice. master
2: of all sacrifices i always whenever i like
1: think about sacrifice like in our tradition it's always these fire yagyas right like um These, these, the, like what you see them in, in Hindu weddings Weddings, and whatnot, and some people, and people walk around them and whatnot. And so the master of all sacrifices. So everything that we do, everything that we try to, we try to appease, you know, the gods, it's only trying to, trying to obey Krishna and uh, I, I guess do it for his pleasure.
0: Yeah, I thought of master of ceremonies, I guess like the person who like oh, leads things. Oh, nice. that too, I like so that. So like, I guess that was all like, oh, okay. So like Krishna's kind of like, he is the center. Like, but I like what you said too, like the center, the leader, like he mm. is the one that right. is emanates from, if that makes sense, and the controller yeah. of it. I don't know. I
2: think that's also there. I think these verses in Sanskrit are so jam-packed yeah. that you can take so much from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and then therefore, those who do not recognize my true transcendental true transcendental nature fall down that
2: may sound at first read a little harsh but you know what i think is really just saying like krishna is the goal he's the journey he's the path he's the essence he's everything so if we don't know what are we doing here? You're going to just kind of, if you don't have a roadmap, how do you know what direction to even go in? How do we know to reframe all of our actions? How do we know when I'm traversing this negative thing? Maybe it is for my ultimate growth. We don't know if we don't have sight of what is the end goal, what are we striving for? So we are going to fall down. What does and, fall and down this mean? This is not like a literal fall down. Like you're not going to fall down the stairs. Yeah.
0: Like, what, it, like what does a, it mean in this sense? Cause I was looking at the Sanskrit and it literally translates to fall down. So I was like,
1: huh. What do, we, what do we think it means? Like you know, when you when you're walking a straight path and you start to stumble, you kind of lose your focus mm. and you you're, you're you're off the 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 goal of where you were trying to get. Mm. That's what I think it is. Or you mm. can fall down the stairs. I oh. don't know what he's trying to. Say. Well, even so
0: even in the stairs analogy, like have you ever seen like or I don't know? There's there's a picture in the Bhagavad Gita. I think about stairs, but I I don't know if that's. Anyways, I'm picturing like you're making small steps towards Krishna. But then if you lose track of understanding the goal, then maybe you kind of fall down and have to start over
2: a kind of thing. I think it's something like that, Priya, because I just looked into the purport and he kind of says what it is. He says, you know, if we know that the highest perfection of life of human, he actually says, perfectional form of human, human civilization is to satisfy Vishnu or Krishna. Less intelligent people may not know that and might just be trying to satisfy their own selves, their senses, getting some temporary benefit. And therefore, it says they will fall down to material existence and do not achieve the desired goal Mm. of life. If, however, anyone has material desires to be fulfilled, he'll pray for it to the Supreme Lord. And although it's not pure devotion, he will thus achieve the desired result. And I love that because... You don't have to be a pure devotee to approach Krishna. He'll meet you wherever you're at. Yeah, I may still have desires. And even if I pray, well, please, Krishna, give me X, Y, or Z, you're praying to Krishna. Krishna Mm. will hear you, you know? So it's Mm. just basically saying the fall down into... um, Try again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fall down into material existence. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I do kind of like this fact that if I'm praying to Krishna and if
1: my prayers are not the most kosher, if kosher, you could say... (laughs) But they're they're somewhat material, but somewhat spiritual. Why did my voice go up high like that? But I think I feel like if the the most important thing is Krishna listens <sighs> to the prayer,
0: right? Oh, sorry, our our just audio just went up and it was startling for all okay, of us. I can say this again. <laughs> yeah, no please. I don't know what you said.
1: <laughs> so I think the cool part about us praying to Krishna, and sometimes we're praying, and like sometimes my prayers are prayers of gratitude. I'll be mm-hmm, honest. Right. Sometimes they are not. I will be honest. <laughs> Sometimes do I want uh, evil things to happen to the person to just cut me off in traffic? Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but I, for the most part, they're good, generous prayers. And I feel like sometimes I, yeah, I'll I, I'll be honest, I do ask for material things sometimes, right? But I feel like the most important thing that Christian cares about is that we're talking to him, you know, Mm. I think the prayers will get better with time and devotion, (laughs) but but right now (laughs) I
0: think he's happy that we're talking to him. Yeah, exactly. That is
2: totally the point.
0: I think like, like parents, right? Like when the kids are really little, they're like, mommy, can I have this? Mommy can I have that? Can I have this toy? Can I have this? Can I have it? And the parents like, okay, okay, okay. But like the, that's, that's connection at the end of the day Mm -hmm. anyways. And then eventually You know, the kid's like, oh, I appreciate you so much. Or Mm -hmm. this, it takes like 20 something years, but like Mm -hmm. it happens, you know? And so this is- I'll get there eventually. We all will get there eventually.
2: (laughs) Krishna has a lot of compassion for our situation. There's, life is hard. There's a lot of suffering in life. So if you turn to Krishna in whatever emotion you're going through, it's okay. Like Shama says- I love that point that, yeah, your prayers will continue to evolve and grow as you do in your spiritual path, but it's okay to pray where you're at. And if I'm going through a hard time, yes, I'm going to turn to Krishna and be like, Krishna, please help me get through this. Please, I often ask him, please hold my heart in your hand and give me your gentle warmth and embrace and and let me feel your love and feel contained by you. Because whenever we're going through something hard, we feel, I don't know, like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, eh." cold, alone, anxious, you know? So whatever emotion you're traversing, offer it up to Krishna and he will appreciate that you're letting him into your heart.
1: Mm. Have you guys seen um, a, uh, like basically a progression of your prayers? Like, do you Mm. remember the things that you used to pray for when you were a kid or a teenager and now as as an adult? Do you have a funny story?
2: I feel you have a funny story. I mean, like I remember, (laughs) like
1: I remember very distinctly like being in like middle school and praying to Krishna just a past chemistry. You know what Uh what I mean? Like, I remember that, you know? And then it's like, oh, like, then I prayed to like, have a certain, certain partner in high school or like to make, to make the volleyball team. You know what I mean? Like, there were very (laughs) specific prayers as to what I was going through in my life. And then when I was like, in college, I was like, please just don't let me fail this, this auditing course. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like ridiculous (laughs) things. And like, now they're, they're a little bit less ridiculous. There's, but they're, they're more spiritual, but they're still like, like, like i I think I pray for like dumb things sometimes mm. but but it's always like in a genuine thing it's a genuine reason mm. but I'm also praying for qualities now that I'm older, mm. right the quality mm. of like, tolerance and compassion when <clears throat> put in a road rage type of situation right and so like i've seen just thinking out loud the evolution of my own prayers have been just like passing grades and like all of this mm. and having a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and then now i'm trying to pray for certain qualities and so mm. that's awesome yeah any anybody
2: else have i have dumb prayers <laughs> i mean i don't know if dumb yeah, they don't feel dumb at the time, right? No, they I, don't feel dumb at the time. They dumb now. I actually had a flashback uh, when you said that. If we can remember the evolutions of prayers, I've always had the staple prayers of like, "Please, Krishna, let my family and I live a very, very long, healthy, and happy life. Always engaged in Your service." So that's always there. Like, there's like the constant thread, right? And then you have the the things that come with the seasons uh, that go evolving and changing. And I just was taken back to like my first ever. Uh, Falling in love, you know, everyone can remember that. I was a little older than, than most, I, I I was a competitive ice skater for a long time, so I was a late this bloomer. This was like last year. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> was this like teenage showboy? What is this? No, no. The first time I ever even held a guy's hand, I was 21 years old. Wow. Like, but yeah. I, that's nice. later than most. Because you nice. know, I, I was like Olympic level training, 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 and I didn't, that wasn't on my radar. Yeah. There was little crushes at the time, but nothing, nothing serious, serious yeah. that ever happened. Because You know, I was really motivated anyway, so 21, the first time I ever held something hand. And I remember all towards like leading up to like, I really like this guy. I wanted something to happen. And I remember I have, and I still have this big picture <laughs> of Krishna in my house. And it's a picture that Krishna's really, you know, when you really feel his eyes are looking at you. Right. So every single night leading up to like, Something happening and he held my hand on a full moon walk on the beach, whatever. So leading up to that moment, every night I would like go on my hand on my on my hands and knees. Go down on my knees. Not hands, I just I don't know what I'm saying, right? Now. <laughs> you
1: you pray in dog <laughs> pose. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, it's cow. No, no. It's cow,
1: cat, cat cow
2: prayers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, continue. No, no, no. no, no. I just went down on my knees and I would pray, like you know, like just pouring my heart out, like, please let something happen, Krishna. I've waited so long to feel what I want. Wanted to feel with someone, please, please, please let it happen. And you know, flash forward, my heart was horrendously heartbroken at the end of that. And um oh God. Anyway, and I remember that first night I got back home and I was so your first heartbreak feels like i'm I'm gonna die this person is being ripped from my life and i how could i fathom possibly there possibly being an end to love to such a pure emotion Mm -hmm. and i waited so long to feel something so special it wasn't just a whatever you know so that night i remember consciously thinking and when you asked this question shama just took me back to this night and i thought hmm if i have prayed every single night leading up to this love that wouldn't be very nice of me to all of a sudden not pray because it went in a direction I didn't want it to go in. Mm. So I remember that night I got down on my knees in front of the picture of Krishna and I really looked at the picture and I said, oh, Krishna. And I just started pouring my heart out. And it was one of the deepest prayers that I really remembered. Oof. Like, you know, you know, those moments with Krishna that you feel it's me and Krishna in the room and I'm really he's with me and I'm talking to you. And I just it was such a special moment. So that made me think, regardless of what you're praying for, you can offer any emotion up to Krishna. Cause that moment, that night of the heartbreak, I think maybe he did appreciate that. I really thought like, I prayed for you to help me have this go the way I wanted. And just because now I'm heartbroken, if I stop praying to you in this moment, like, cause I just wanted something from you, that's not very nice. So I think I felt he like appreciated that. I still, even though I was, terribly heartbroken and so sad. I still got down there and I talked to him like I was every night leading up to like something finally happening, you know? And I remember my dad and I having a conversation in the kitchen, which I brought up many episodes ago. I remember saying that, um, that night my, I was so sad and I was in the kitchen and my dad said, you know, this way that you're feeling right now, so heartbroken is how we, I know it's difficult to imagine, but how we should try to think of Feeling one day towards Krishna, you're wanting it so badly and you're yearning for it in that mood of love and separation. And that just gave me a perspective of like, whoa, what a a goal, Mm -hmm. you know, to feel so deeply for Krishna. So anyway, that fueled that prayer that night when I just sat there totally heartbroken, <laughs> alone, praying to him. But the fact is that
1: even in that moment of like complete sorrow, like that first heartbreak is so terrible, right? Yeah. You still went back to Krishna, right? Because we can pray yeah. for certain things, right? We can be like, Krishna, I want this, I want this, I want this. And like that devotion that we have when we want something is <laughs> totally. so strong, right? Totally, totally. And like it can go two, two ways, right? We can either get that thing that we want and then forget Krishna completely, right? Mm-hmm. Which sucks, not, not the way not the point of the game right Right. or we can be so heartbroken that we say Krishna you didn't even listen to me I don't even think you exist and then Mm, walk away right yeah yeah. but in in your sorrow you still were like I'm going to talk to you about it. You're going to be my free therapist and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm still going to rock with you, Krishna. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? like, and that's a beautiful thing. It's like, no matter yeah. what happens in life, whether it's good or bad, if mm-hmm. we can still remember Krishna and still totally. take that time to pray to him and have that connection to him,
2: that's, that's the whole point of everything. Exactly. Exactly. So just back to this, the heart will want what the heart wants, but keep Krishna in, not just when you really want something, like you said, when you really want something is so totally motivating to constantly pray for it, but even when you don't get it. Keep praying. Yeah. Keep talking to Krishna. And even when
1: you do get
2: it, also keep talking, Absolutely. keep praying to Krishna. Always Ooh. talk to Krishna. Yeah. I
1: love it.
2: Priya, do you have do any- you have any dumb prayers?
0: <laughs> what did you pray for as like a like a five year old, as a 15 year old? No, I it's kind of sad. I think uh first of all, I have a terrible memory. So to to, listen, to be fair. That's why prayer is always happy cuz she can't remember <laughs> Facts. Um yeah no I, I don't have much of a memory of me praying as a really little kid and then the little the things that I'm trying to remember like the things that I remember praying about like as a 15 year old are really sad. So like I Aww. I don't think like sad it doesn't, as in like dumb or like sad as in sad. As, as in sad like okay uh I I started needing glasses when I was like <laughs> how I old no, i just okay. was I'm starting to imagine what
2: <laughs> prayers you could have possibly sent from there
0: it's just a like kind of a sad prayer but um basically i started needing glasses when i was like 14 15 maybe mm-hmm. uh, i was kind of around that time i think anyways and i remember going up to the deities and the temple in houston it used to be where the deities were really really close to you like you could it's not some temples have the deities a little further yeah but mm-hmm. they were fairly close and i just remember going up to the gate and saying oh krishna I hope I can see you again one day because you just look blurry right now. <gasps> oh,
2: that's so that's sad. so cute, That's, so oh, that's <laughs> really cute. You really <laughs> wanted to see Krishna. <laughs> You're that's just like rich. this googly idea to be
1: like, You're so blurry Clarishna. I just want to see you a little bit more clear, Krishna. <laughs> I gave you a Texas accent, because that's where it was.
2: But like, you just so blurry Krishna <laughs> sniffles, wipes blurry eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really just, even <laughs> our producers dying
0: laughing. That's so funny. Priya, I love sad. that. Um, that's really good. Yeah, I don't know. I think in a sense, like I I I was also brought up to like be so concerned for everyone else that I didn't really take myself into consideration for a really long time. Wow! And so I and no, no one's fault. I forget. everyone. El- no, no, it's know. eldest child of an immigrant family <laughs> syndrome. That's what it is. <laughs> Eld- eldest, eldest daughter percent. of an
1: immigrant family is always the hardest role.
0: A thousand percent. Yep. And so th- I didn't really consider myself very much. So it was like I. Even even with Krishna, I was like, why would I ask Krishna for things? Mm. I'm fine. Like, this mm. kind of, like, I I rarely right. did. And then eventually I kind of started opening it more and, you know, growth and whatever. And I did. And there were silly ones I did, too. Or, like, you know, but I I not, not really, like, I never thought to ask Krishna, like, help me with this or that. I think it just, I had a lot of struggles growing up. So it's mm-hmm. like, at that point, there's not a lot of room for silly ones because there was just, like, so right. much chaos yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but did um, you pray
2: in those moments of struggle to him
0: no but i always like i I guess i was more brought up to show appreciation and love rather than to ask for things Mm, that's the right way to do it so like i never really thought like krishna was like a like a like a place or like a A genie in a bottle (laughs) like a wishing well (laughs) or whatever yeah right like i never really it never occurred to me that way it was always like oh i'm so grateful like even today like my the thing that i say to the deities when i see them is like thank you so much for allowing me to be part of this community for allowing me to do service mm-hmm. for allowing me to yeah. be here. Um, you know, is that's kind of how I was brought up. So I never, it never occurred to me to be like, oh, Krishna, I really want a car. Can you please? Like it just, wow. You it, don't have any dumb prayers. That's really, okay. really great. I, no way. I, I, I cannot claim that. I just, I don't have the greatest so memory. It's very okay? endearing. The blurry eye. That's a very cute, very
1: cute Oh, um, Krishna, I just want some spectacles. <laughs> if I could just
0: see you be less blurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. so sad.
2: Yeah, but you know two things that when you when you shared first of all the wanting to see him better yeah. for a second it just not the exact same but it made me think of one that when I was really really little I I used to live across the street from the temple and that was where I was raised and brought up so. I don't even know how old I was, I don't know, five, let's say I was tiny. And I remember being in the temple chanting and I was convinced, I might've said this before, but I was convinced that if I chanted hard enough, I would look up and see the deity move. So I'd be like, <laughs> and I'd look up, okay, not yet. And yeah, keep going. And I'd look up <laughs> Next time. And I kept going on. It was like that childlike innocence yeah. that I was, it, it felt so real to me and it, and it is, but when you're a kid, you really can believe it. And that's why in many traditions, they say you need to become like a child tend to the kingdom of God. Mm. Right. So I really thought if I chanted hard enough, I'd see the deity move. And you know what's cool that I actually, side note, I told my professor this when I was about to do my master's thesis research on spirituality and children and analyzing children who have a spiritual foundation compared to those who don't, um, and what were the effects The night that I was about to start that research and I was like really excited about this hypothesis, it's spirituality is my passion. So that night I had a dream that those childhood deities in Dallas, Texas, where I was born in Radha Kalachanji, in my dream, they moved. And that was what I so much Mm, wanted to happen since I was five years old. So, and I saw them come to life and start talking to me and interacting. It was so special and it felt so real. And I remember thinking, This is what I wanted from little. And I wrote a whole paragraph describing my dream to my professor um, who he was, he is Catholic, but he's very, very like devout believer in God. So I told him this whole story and he loved it. So he really encouraged me throughout the research. So Krishna directly reciprocates with you and look, now you can see the deities clearly and not blurry-eyed anymore.
0: That's right. That's so beautiful. I don't even have glasses anymore. Wow. Oh, yeah. hey. So they
2: hear your prayers. <laughs>
0: they really do. <laughs> they, yeah, they really do. Do. do.
2: Especially the moving deities
1: in your dream. Yeah. They, they listen. They, listen. they listen. Like, it's
0: the time now. It's the
1: time.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. All okay. right. Where were we? Text number
2: Oh,
1: anything else on the purport for text number 24?
0: No. 25. No,
1: that's a pretty short one. That's All right. Shama All right, Krishna is saying, "Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship the ancestors will go to the ancestors. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. Ooh. And those who worship me will live with me."
2: Mm. So, this kind of highlights that what you think of at the time of death, what you desire, you will go there. Krishna will facilitate.
0: I was always afraid. Okay, wait. Actually, let me ask you a question before I say this. But Mm. Shiva Mm. is uh, in control of like ghosts and like spirits. And there's other many things, right? So, like, I was always afraid to worship Shiva because I was like, Mm. I don't want, like, as a kid, I don't want ghosts, you know? Um, But then I, you know as i got older i learned that she was a great devotee of krishna great devotee of the, krishna one of the greatest he guards mm-hmm. krishna's like he there's a oof i'm going to butcher this so I mean, i'm not going to go into depth but there's like a very specific deity of shiva that mm-hmm. uh protects krishna and so there's like a Murti of Shiva and Krishna mm. together that is worshipped together because he's mm. kind of like the guard at the door to protect Krishna. Oh, mm. I love that. It's really sweet. Yeah. And you know,
1: I share that with you. Like, I don't like the whole talk of like ghosts and sp- like I uh, ghosts and spirits and all that stuff. I don't even like Halloween.
2: Why like why I, Like, you, you believe it too much. Or? No, I just
1: think that like that's another dimension that like I just don't want to be in. Yeah. You know, I like, want nothing never, to do with it. I've never liked Halloween. I don't like scary movies. I don't like any of that stuff. Like, mm. I don't know why. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. been like something that i've never enjoyed and like when i see little kids going into like houses with with all these creepy skeletons around i'm like why are we like subjecting these children to this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. i know it's all fun and games and chocolate
0: and nestle and all that
1: stuff but like <laughs> honestly like i wish that it didn't exist
0: but it brings yeah. people joy so no, whatever. Uh, I, another random fact but uh, when i was growing up I was I, I was told that if you whistle oh yeah You've been told the same thing. What is this? If you whistle like at night, like you're calling, you're attracting ghosts. It breaks a hole in the ether, they say. Yeah, and so what? I always like I, till this day. It's like s- such a silly superstition.
2: Maybe I yeah. don't know. I don't know. The Indian matches used to tell me that. Uh, yeah, that's what really? I really. If up
1: you whistle at nighttime, it breaks. You're attracting. Yeah, Abhijit nodding. Like, wait, have you heard this too, Abhijit? Yes. If, so it, if you whistle, what happens? You're breaking like a third wall. It's
2: like you're calling forth the uh, ghosts.
1: Like, oh can yeah. we try
0: it
2: now? No, God. The worst part is
0: like when I tell him that, and I'm like, I don't like it. He'll yeah. start whistling. So Maybe oh that's God. why I
2: to this day I that's can't love, whistle. So that's marriage. Oh I never learned how to whistle. Maybe
0: it's Maybe because of that thing. Trauma. That's, that's a great thing. thing. Don't, yeah. don't learn. There is one
1: thing that I like. I, I learned recently. Like there was like a like a, a sage, not in the the Bhakti tradition, but he was talking about um, how when you watch a scary movie. That the the actual reactions of that movie and that fear that you that you have when you're watching that movie, that stays within your body for like 12 years. Dang. And yeah, like the I, impression. The impression of mm. it. The impression of it. And what that does, it affects a lot of your life choices and decision decision making ability Whoa. because all of that fear that has been, that, that you witness has left an impression on you and literally affects you later on in your life Whoa. in like your decision-making ability. Whoa. And so he's like, you should never ever watch scary movies. And I was like, that's very, int- I want to do like a little bit more research into like, like the Bhakti part of that. Yeah. But this was like an Indian sage that was talking
0: about this. Wow. Isn't wow. that fascinating? That is yeah. really interesting. Yeah, The 12 years, I'm curious where he, like what, that, yeah. It stays in your huge system for amount a long time.
1: time. Yeah. wow.
2: Yeah. I'll do a little bit more research and I'll bring it back. For that I, thought, episode. Yeah. I thought you were going to take it in another direction and say like, when you get scared, uh, spirits can sense that fear and they almost, it attracts them more. Like, have you ever been, let's say at night you wake up, go to the bathroom and you just had a really scary dream and you lie down and you feel the terror in your body and you almost start feeling like, I don't know, some presence there. Well, it's because
1: of, it's because of what you just witnessed, right? Like that, that, like whatever you saw on screen left an impression or like a sanskara like on your heart, right? And therefore c- cultivated this consciousness of fear, right? Yeah. So like that's mm. why that affects you for such a long time because of that really, really deep mm. impression that was made on your heart.
2: Yeah. I don't like scary movies either, actually.
0: What? I don't want Nice, a whole table of people who don't like that. Yeah. I've seen a ghost before.
2: Whoa, wait, Wait! wait.
0: pause. So- Let's, I want to think- know everything. Proceed. I want to know everything. I know everything. Sure. That's it. I mean, Start like, from the beginning. <laughs> as a little kid. I think it was in either in my house or my neighbor's house. And he looked like a really tall gentleman with a hat. And I was, like, mm. really little. And I just remember, like, I just remember that I saw a ghost. But I don't think we interacted very much. Like, he was just kind of there. Like, it wasn't, like, much of an interaction. And I was just like, oh, okay. Wait, you saw him with your eyes? Yeah. And he, did he look like Casper or, like, like
1: a, like a, like a, like a yeah, like translucent. Yeah, man. like like a black and white photo of someone. Yeah. That's so interesting. You know, it's, it's it's like it's um, it's very very interesting because like ghosts are what are they? Right, they're essentially their their soul has left their body, but they couldn't go into the next realm. Right, mm-hmm. so the ghosts ap- actually happen when there is like some sort of unnatural death. Right? right, whether a homicide or a suicide, because that death was so unnatural, that's be th- so the the body was still there, but the. The, the Atma, the soul, could not successfully go into the next realm. Mm. Therefore, it sticks around, right? Mm. And the only way to actually ha- help that ghost or whatever get to the next realm is to pray and to do fire sacrifices and help But a lot of times a lot of people don't know how to do fire sacrifices and like pray and stuff like that. So the ghost lingers and lingers and lingers in the Mm. home or the Mm. whatever, like the hotel or whatever it is. And that basically haunts the place because their soul could not properly transmigrate to the next realm.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. You know, I I had an experience. It was during a phase where I I wasn't seeing it like a black and white picture, but I was feeling energies and spirits and I was starting to get a little frightened, actually. got scary, but I was definitely feeling all these energies that before I wasn't in tune with. And it scared me when you open yourself to other dimensions you better be prepared with how to navigate it because if you're not it just becomes like a lot. It's a
1: lot. Yeah. G- going back to your story Priya, do you remember if that person that you saw was like mm. someone who died in that house or like someone who a
0: relative <laughs> of someone that died? Yeah. I mean, so I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the person was. I was really young. So like I mm. just like and I don't remember a lot of things but it was kind of like a, I guess like a very unique Right. memory mm. so then it stuck um but the, the ghost wasn't mean wasn't anything yeah. he was kind of just like there like just kind of like looked at me <laughs> bored like it wasn't actively trying to achieve anything and i was really young i think mm. i must have been like
2: oh eight mm. or you, something you yeah. told your parents or no
0: yeah they, they were like, okay, let's go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah it's like, free not allowed to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. And my siblings reacted to it, too. But at that point, I couldn't see anymore. So it's like, my siblings would be like, oh, there's a man or something. Oh, they also so they saw, saw him, too. Yeah. I don't know if they remember, but they were very little. They were, like, four, like, you young. Oldest, yeah. So I was, like, older. But... Yeah,
2: I don't that's know, interesting I don't know. that all the children then saw it.
0: Yeah, I've always heard that children are more perceptive right. when it comes to these things like more right. vulnerable maybe, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what the, the right, yeah, anyways, Very random facts
2: Back to brothers? Back to yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. back to Krishna So basically the start of the purport's interesting, if one has a desire to go to the moon, the sun or any other planet they can achieve those destinations if you follow a specific principle that's recommended in Vedic um, knowledge so, you know, it's interesting but, but, big side note these are vividly described in The Prabhupada writes the fruit of activities portion of the Vedas, which recommends a specific worship. If you want to go to different heavenly planets or different, you may want different things. So the Vedas is long and expansive and it doesn't all tell you how to achieve the highest perfectional state of life or Krishna. They cater like you want this, do this. You want that, do that. You want to go to the moon, do this. Like, that's why it can get confusing.
0: Yeah. When I think about this verse also about like, oh, you know, if you worship demigods, you will take birth amongst demigods and this and that and do, 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 do. Um, I think about my grandma. Mm. I know it's just a random segue, but she's a devout Catholic mm-hmm. person, has always been, try to make me a Catholic, <laughs> you know, like yes. very, very like, you know, c- prayers, everything, like very consistent person. And I'm always like thinking about how like I am happy that she takes her faith so seriously because that means she will achieve the goal that she's striving yeah. for, right? Yeah. And like, obviously, like, I am not a Catholic and, you know, and and I've, t- I've talked about my grandma before. She like, now she's so used to us and like understanding of our philosophy and everything right. that she will cook something and be like, okay, here, offer it to Aww. Krishna. Like, she Aww. knows, she's very, like, you know. That's sweet. But I, I, it just gives me like, um, I guess, good feeling to know mm. that... When people are serious about their practices, they achieve a goal. Obviously, Krishna mm-hmm. is the supreme goal. Mm-hmm. And we want everyone to attain that supreme goal so that they're, they don't suffer anymore. But at least there is that for those, you know, someone who really wants to be with Shiva or really wants to see Jesus Christ or really, mm-hmm. you know... Like, I'm mm-hmm. happy that they get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so
1: interesting. It's like, okay, so Chris is saying, like, if you worship the demigods, you'll, and you remember a demigod at the time of death, you, you, you spend time with that demigod after, their planet. right? Yeah. You, if you worship an ancestor, like you say, you, like you were super in love with your, your your grandfather and like that's what you thought of. Then you get to spend time with your grandfather, right? right? And then ghosts and spirits and whatnot. So our goal of life is to think of Krishna and worship Krishna throughout our life, so that we can remember. But right. I have a fun question for you guys. Okay, mm, and then okay. we'll get back to the purport. Okay, <laughs> now you guys remember Queen Elizabeth, right? What was she super attached to? Um, her corgis. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so if she thought of her corgis yeah. at the time of death, mm. where did she go?
0: Well, she could Korea. be um, a corgi baby to her corgis uh-huh. H- corgi she went to is that how you say the corgi Yeah, corgi okay yeah. i just wanted to make sure she could have been a child to the corgi pets mm-hmm. she could um have them as family members in her next life true yeah yeah it depends on it, it depends if she loved dogs or yeah. she loved the soul inside her dogs Truse, Truse, do you Truse, have Truse. the
1: answer yes i do have the answer you, ready? <laughs> you were ready the place where she went Corgi Ready? Loka Corgi Loka oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my Corgi goodness. Loka I see. I see I <laughs> see where we're going with that
0: That's so funny okay, that which, is... which we add Loka to any planet right <laughs> yeah. so like you know Corgi Loka Jesus I did Loka. think of
2: that but I thought is the answer going to be that or more complex <laughs> no it's going to be no that. no you know who's talking uh, it's going
0: to be very no. simple I really did not know where you were going to go with that one <laughs> no but you
1: gave really good answers it's like depending on the relationship that she had or whatever yeah. she remembered she will probably interact with those souls again yeah because yeah. of her attachment to those souls you gave the
2: yeah. philosophical answer.
0: Yeah, that was really I, good. I, I thought that's right. Really but worked. I was
2: looking for the dumb answer.
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, back and to the purport. Sorry,
2: No, 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 you're fine. It's interesting. In the purport, it just says one can go to the ghostly planets and become a yaksha, raksha, or piska. And piska worship called black magic or black arts. Oof. And we've heard, right, of the black arts or black magic. Maybe if you I don't know. I, I've heard of that as a kid. I remember like, whoa, there's dark magic out there. If you watch animes or Harry Potter or so many in in Mm. pop culture, they talk about black magic, you know, it's the the dark side. And it says there's many men who practice this black art and they think it's spiritualism, but such activities are completely materialistic because a pure devotee really just wants to worship Krishna and then they achieve the highest planet, Krishna Loka, not Kurgi Loka, without a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I just think it's interesting that all these dark arts and magic the Vedas talk about, they're there, they exist, but we don't want to get Diverted.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Anything
1: else on this purport, ladies?
0: It just says by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, one can become perfect in this lifetime and go back home, back to Godhead. Mm, yeah. Hare Krishna, Hare, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare, Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare
2: Hare. And that is the sublime information, Prabhupada says, of the Krishna consciousness movement. All right, text number twenty-six. Chamle. Chamle. Okay. Oh, this is such a sweet one. It says, Krishna says, if one offers me Krishna with love and devotion, a leaf, a flower, a fruit, or
0: water, I will accept it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this so is sweet. Very well-known verse. It's a a famous lot of people verse. memorize the Sanskrit for this one. Do you have the Sanskrit? Let's do you want to say? Can you say it? I mean, it's right there. Yeah. Okay. Palam Yami Usually people know the two. I actually only had the first two memorized. There is longer. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Ah, no, I, he I doesn't have the book in
2: front of him. Oh, you don't have the book in front Otherwise of him. Otherwise okay. he would say. In- He's our, our Sanskrit expert. <laughs> no, but you did that
1: first line. That was beautiful. So good. That was Thank great. You. So good. You. I practiced
2: <laughs> it a couple of times. That <laughs> was really good.
1: So, and you know what's great about this is like Krishna doesn't want jewels he doesn't want money put in the collection plate like he doesn't want anything like he doesn't literally nothing like literally whatever you can offer him materially he's like uh, don't need this I already have so much of this right <laughs> totally. but if you're with your pure heart just give him these very simple free things mm-hmm. like a leaf you can find that outside on the floor <laughs> it's fall time you can literally pick up a leaf just dust it off a little bit clean it up a little bit before mm-hmm. you give it to him but like and a flower literally you could steal this your neighbor's yard it's free right or you can grow it yourself free fruit (laughs) on a tree that's free (laughs) completely free right water most places completely what's the word free free (laughs) exactly right it's literally these simple things that we offer krishna and he's so happy with it Yeah, because at the end of the day the only thing that matters
0: is the intention Mm. of love yeah Go ahead, Priya. Oh, no, it's going to be a lighthearted one. Do you guys know what Krishna's favorite leaf is? Oh, what? What? Do you know?
2: Oh, 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 duh.
1: oh, I thought it was a, a notch trying- joke type of thing. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I
2: am the- <laughs> <laughs> not.
0: <Don't laughs> Do, I don't know this one. Do you guys know if Krishna has a favorite, f- favorite, love, a favorite flower? <laughs> flower. Ooh. I feel there has to be. Yeah, right. I feel like
1: Let's there Google is. It. If you can Google it for us and then send us a DM, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about it on we'll the Yeah, I love buttons. that. Um, you
0: know what Krishna's favorite fruit is? What? What? Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing oh, it's, oh, it's oh,
1: oh. you're not going to tell us the answers. <laughs> no. This is
0: I'm I'm opening your curiosity so oh, that you go look these okay, up later, it, but got I'm going to guess mangoes.
2: Yeah, that's There's a, good a lot guess. of stories oh, of Krishna yeah. stealing mangoes. That is true. That is yeah. true. What is his favorite dairy product? <laughs>
0: uh, is what it is yogurt? It's getting no, its butter. What but, is his
2: favorite yeah. brand of water? Himself, he says, "I'm the taste of water."
1: Damn yeah. uh, uh, Second favorite is Dasani, but uh, the first one is yours. We're gonna
0: say Dasani. <laughs> Why yeah. Dasani? I'm just joking. I don't. Know. Oh, oh, I thought it was a joke that I just missed. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool,
2: cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Anyways, but so, it's all free, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And Shama, you said something that Prabhupada says exactly in the purport. He doesn't need anything from anyone because Krishna is totally self-sufficient. So here he's exactly saying that he will yet, despite not needing anything, he's going to accept the offering of his devotees in exchange of love and affection. He wants our love and affection. That's all.
0: It's like, uh, you know, like sometimes people pose the question, why do I give the person who has everything like a millionaire or something? Like Mm -hmm. what do I give them? Right. Mm -hmm. And Krishna's like, listen, I'm simple. I just want real love. Mm -hmm. Love is called Bhakti. And basically, with your love, even if you give me a leaf or a Mm. flower or fruit or anything, like that love is the Mm. thing that will make me be so happy about Mm. our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
1: just Googled what fruits does Krishna love? You're (laughs) so funny. Okay. Okay. Guavas. What? Yeah. Papaya? Banana. Okay. Apple. Okay. Cucumber. What? I know.
0: Yeah, what sources should- are you- <laughs> We should check those sources. Oh, and also
1: this one particular fruit called the
2: Kadamba. <gasps> okay. I was literally, literally, <laughs> sorry, I gasped so intensely there, but- I was literally thinking Th- that's, oh, your Kadamba. Yeah. that's your guy. Kadamba. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. No, you guys. Oh, my before god. she read Kadamba, when you asked his favorite fruit, my mind thought of, Oh, Kadamba. That could be because my spiritual master is called Kadamba Swami. <laughs> so I thought Kadamba, but I thought, eh, I'm not gonna make it about Kadamba Swami right now. I'm not even gonna say that. But I thought wow. it. And when you read Kadamba, I was like, oh, I should have said it. I should have said <laughs> Kadamba. It.
0: It's Kadamba. So what is a Kadamba fruit? Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah. well,
1: let me tell you, no, I, so haven't in front of me. I have it in front of me. Okay. It's, it's a medicinal fruit. It's indigenous in many cu- cultures. It kind of looks like a spiky
2: lychee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because when I was in Vrindavan towards the end of Kadamba Kanamaraj's life, I was, uh, I had, I got lucky to get the service of bringing flowers every day to his Giriraj. So you go to the local vendors there in Vrindavan and it's only a specific season that they have the Kadamba flowers, which looks like a big, bright orange ball of lychee, whatever. So and it's very unique. It's very interesting. So one of the vendors one day happened to have a ton of kadamba flowers. So I collected all of them and I brought it for his Giriraj and he de- that morning decorated his Giriraj. It looked like oceans of of spiky orange balls. It was like yeah. the Kadamba flowers. It's so beautiful. Anyway, I love that you said that. Great <laughs> questions, Priya.
0: Yeah. Nice. Kadamba. Very nice. Kadamba, so anyways, you if you know what Krishna's favorite fruits are with good sources let us know
1: <laughs> hey my sources are good <laughs> I got
0: kadamba didn't I yeah you yeah, did get the kadamba but yeah. the point is all these things are free and we offer them with love mm. yes krishna Beautiful. will accept it and he will be so happy because that's all he wants he wants love and we call love bhakti, bhakti. so we'll talk more about bhakti the next episode adibo thank
1: you for listening everybody see you
0: next time bye, bye. bye.